selling with authenticity. It's building that relationship. Learning about the value. Because you want to make that impact. It can make you happy. Elevate others around Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners, as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? All kinds of stuff. Another great day in the Selling from the Heart podcast world. And here we are, Daryl. We're just weeks away. We're We're knocking knocking on on the door of the new year. It's so cool. And just a huge shout out to everyone. This is the time of year where we get to say thank you. And uh, thank you to everybody in the Selling from the Heart community, this growing movement of authenticity in the sales profession. And I love what's going on. A huge shout out and thank you to everybody in the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. It has been so much fun working together this past year hanging out, encouraging each other. I just love what's going on in the insiders group. You know, absolutely. Whether you're a sales leader or your sales professional, come check us out. Come hang out with us. The best part of this community, we're like-minded, we're like-hearted, but we hold each other accountable and we bring each other up. And now everyone has an accountability partner, helps them do you know better things out in the community. More importantly, we're all rowing in the same direction. Yeah, so if that sounds like something that would be wonderful, especially as you're kicking off this new year, come join us at the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. Just go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. You can learn all about how to get engaged and even come join us 30 days for free. Sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. We'd love to hang out with you. You're going to absolutely Love it. And speaking of love, today <laughs> oh, is Daryl, you tee it up well. Love. Oh, we're teeing it up. <laughs> We've got our new friend, Finka Yurkovic, in the house. Welcome. It's great to have you here. It's great to be here. So thanks for having me. We're excited. <laughs> this is uh it's good to have a fellow Canadian on the show once again. Uh-oh. And I know Larry is uh <laughs> Daryl loves ganging up. Sorry, Finka. That's right. You're outnumbered today, Larry. But you know, it's this conversation about selling and love is going to be phenomenal. And as we get started, I think the best way to tee this conversation up is the question that every guest on the Selling from the Heart podcast answers. And that is, Finca, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? Mm, great question. So selling from the heart means that we're coming from uh, this place of, and I think we got this definitely in common when we talk about authenticity. And, and really coming from a place of authentic integrity and you'd stop being or pretending or trying to be someone you're not and be who you are when you know who you are. And we call it your brilliant difference, meaning it's this brilliant part of you that's here to make an impact and add value and make a difference. When you bring that, it becomes so much easier to do the next step which is to meet people where they're at through empathy and being an empathetic communicator. So really stepping into our client's shoes, even though we've never walked in them or possibly walked a few steps, how could you really understand that point of view of where they're coming from? And then number three, you know, selling from the heart to me means really coming from this place of purpose that Mm. 
what you do, the services or the products you are selling are here to make a meaningful impact, whether it is to the world at large or to the individual that it's here to serve, whether it's solving their problem, helping them achieve certain goals. And so when I think about selling from the heart, you've got those three, three pit pedestals you have to be standing on a place of authenticity a place of empathy and a place of purpose oh this Beautiful. is so so nice but i want to i want to go back in mm-hmm. i want to key in on a couple words you said because i hopefully before we start the the podcast we can just really get you know going through this is you said uh i'm gonna it's only been a couple seconds my brain is like freaking mush finka <laughs> but No, it's it's, actually, it's probably too much, but you said come from a place of brilliant difference. Mm -hmm. Unpack that just for a moment, please. Yeah. Each of us come with a set of characteristics, personality traits, uh, skills, expertise, and it's like this, you know, this... um, Oh, like, you know, that stone stoop, like that jambalaya of everything. And 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 for most of us, we didn't like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I know for me, I didn't have this. Well, when I grow up, I want to be a lawyer, an ass- astronaut or, and so for many of us, we struggled. And some of us are still saying like, who am I? What am I here to do? What am I going to be when I grow up? And then you end up in this profession of sales. <laughs> Right. And, and the thing is about sales is it's we want to help people. And the best way that we've navigated our work or our career, or our businesses is serving through selling. But the way in which Larry does it, Daryl does it, Finca does it, it's all uniquely different. And often what can happen is we, we get into our work and into our businesses and we haven't yet figured our way because we don't think it's good enough, um, mm-hmm. may not be as successful. Like I'm seeing Larry climb the ranking boards or he's doing awesome. He's, you know, he's closing some big deals. All that stuff's happening. It's like, oh, okay, I got to go do it like Larry. And it's like, no, actually, when you try to do it like Larry, you're never going to unleash your full potential. You're never going to get to that best version of what you can do because you're doing it like Larry. Instead, what you do is you look at Larry and it's like, oh, Larry's doing it in a very unique way. He's got an an analytical and logical mind. He comes, he did biochemistry, but he's selling financial services. Hmm, That's a unique, you know, way of thinking that he brings to the table. You can't replicate that. But what you can do is look and say, wow, you come from this place of creativity. And instead of biochemistry, you did philosophy or history. And you come from a HR background, but you found yourself in sales. So how could you actually leverage those skills and expertise to create meaningful relationships, ways that you can connect to your clients in a way that's going to add value to them? And what happens is we stop being something we're not. And when you could do that, it lets go a lot of this energy because we spend, expend and spend a lot of energy trying to fit. What's the secret formula? What's the unique way? Actually stop doing all that. That's just noise. And it's driving a further wedge between you and your client and you and the outcomes you could be creating if you had chosen to figure out who you are, how do you add unique value, and then really you know, focusing that in, in an area that's going to be meaningful to someone else. Now, the reason we call it your brilliant difference is when you think of your skills and expertise, personal branding, resumes, uh, LinkedIn profiles, any of that stuff, it, we loathe doing that. It's not 
a fun place to be. We don't, you know, for some people it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm good at. Like I'm, we're, we're so wired to look at what's wrong with us, not right with us. Um, and it takes a lot of energy and it's just like, we procrastinate. Mm-hmm. And, and then when we do do that work, it's uh, as fast as possible and as, as just get it done, like a get it done exor- exercise. And when we don't invest that time, we, we lose out on the potential of what we can do. Now, the reason why we call it your brilliant difference is because it's not about you. Your brilliant part is you, the brilliance that encapsulates who you are. But when we now say it's not about you or for you, it's actually about the clients and customers you're here to serve all of a sudden you get invested in it. All right. I got to figure out how I uniquely help my clients solve problems. Is it because I can help them make confident decisions? Is it because I could, again, analytically move through a process and tell them the how to's, but get them to make that final decision? Is it because you're so awesome at creating emotional connection that your clients just feel comfortable with you. They don't, you don't have to do anything. Knowing that secret formula, all of a sudden it's not about you anymore. It's about how you can help them through the vehicle of Eunice. Oh, I love it. Hey, Daryl, this is, you know, what's really interesting about all this. You must've let Fink in on a secret and then I'm gonna throw it back your way. How'd she know that I was a biochemist person? <laughs> you just, I'm like, did I, are you really? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what? You may, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there listening to what you're saying. I'm like, well, man, may, come on, Fink, and keep it up. Keep you're making me look keep really smart. So thanks, Daryl. No, I mean, that is the first line is selling from the heart book, right? Is I was a drug dealer, just a, a, the legal kind, right? But this is, I think what you're saying is so, so powerful because we, you know, we believe that uh, more trust, more sales, trust is the currency of sales. We're selling in a world that trust is at an all-time low. Some people have called it a post-trust world. And so here we go out as salespeople. We need trust. And then we're looking at the person across the office who's hitting the top of the board or the the person on uh, Facebook who's saying, I can show you the way, right? And all this stuff. And, and we go out as these caricatures, but not authentic and the trust like the walls just go up and we wonder why we can't get anywhere i love what you're talking about is your authentic self does sell you and this discovering your authentic self in many ways is the ball game for a high performance sales professional it it absolutely is and you touched on something super important because you know trust is the crux of everything if you don't trust yourself how can you expect your customers to there you go Bingo. Right. Bingo. Right. And so you got to do the work. You got to do the homework. You got to do the heavy lifting and look at yourself. And this is not only about the things you are brilliant at. It's also about calling in the things you are not. Because that's where your colleagues, your teammates, your support staff, uh, your HR, whatever that team that you are surrounded by get to go on that journey with you. So it's not only you, you bringing your brilliant difference in your unique way, and then your colleagues and teammates get to do it in their unique way. And all of a sudden, because you look at these workplaces as well, because often it can be, especially in sales, 
we can get very competitive. And all of a sudden that competitive nature between let's say the three of us, if we're all on the same team, instead of it being cooperative and collaborative, it actually starts to create division and silos. And that's not in the best interest of the organization and the purpose of that company, but also the best interest of the clients we serve. But if I know, you know, we got Larry, the biochemist, you know, and, and, and Daryl, the Daryl, what are we giving you? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to be like the, uh, I was going to say the, the drug dealer. The dr- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd say he's going to go with something like engineer Darryl, or architect. Daryl, the analytical nerd. That, that's a good oh, one. Oh, thanks, Larry. Yeah. Darryl, there you let's go. give him Daryl, the architect, right? And and Finca, the, the, the ambitious goal getter. You know, whatever mm-hmm. those aspects of our individual contribution, all of a sudden it's like, all right, I got to get the architect at the table and we need the biochemist because the client I'm visiting and seeing needs that type of connection to be made. And all of a sudden we're working collaboratively and cooperatively versus I got to meet my target. I got to do my thing. And I think one of the things that sales professionals forget, and, and maybe this is, you know, even authentic sales professionals who are selling from from a good place, forget that they are the value. Like, you know, there's the the product and the company that you represent is a chunk of the value, but a huge, huge piece of the value is what you bring to the table uniquely as a sales professional in going in and, and helping them. And so understanding your purpose, um, understanding who you really are allows you to show up and add value in ways that if you're trying to kind of fake it and be something else, which is exactly how I was taught to sell when I got in the sales world, right? Yep. Here's what you do. Here's what you say. Here's how you dress. Um, you know, and if you, if you didn't say the right things, do the right things or dress the right way, you got corrected really quickly. And, and, but the reality is in today's world with trust in an all time low authenticity is what wins the day. And purpose behind that is, is so critical. How do you coach people to find their purpose? I'm curious what your take on this is. So um, part of the work of purpose is really understanding your your purpose. So why do you do what you do? Why are you selling the services or the products that you sell? What is it for what's in it for you that you're getting out of it? Which again goes back to the authenticity piece. You're brilliant difference. That difference really encapsulates your purpose, right? Mm. And and then when we work in organizations, when we're selling other people's stuff. (laughs) So for instance, I spent 25 years in financial services. Mm. So I was a commercial banker, a financial advisor, and then eventually led sales teams and then ended up, you know, coaching them. But part of that was, it wasn't the mortgage or the investment solution Uh, But it was the change I got to make in my clients' lives that gave me purpose. And so when we look at an organization, Mm -hmm. the products you sell, it's inevitable. In essence, it's not really about those products. It's about the transformation that you are fulfilling for your clients that they get to get because you use those services. I like to reckon it to two things. We We are selling transactions. Our clients are buying transformations. Love it. Right. 
Love it. So our clients, so we're selling our products or services. That's the transactional nature of our business. Unfortunately, what happens is when we go into the conversation, we are so enamored. We we think our clients are buying the mortgage, the 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 software that we think they're buying that actually they're not buying that. They're buying the thing that that thing will do and give them, which is the transformation. So if we can look at the way we sell and what we sell and those two constructs, often, you know, I had one of my uh, clients in our Sell From Love Accelerator program. She's like, she, she created a one, one pager for the product, uh, the service she was selling. And it was all about the service. It's this long, this much, this, what you, this is what you get. This is the process. This is how you buy. And she's like, what do you think? And I'm like, here's the uh, transaction to transformation selling worksheet. Go work on this first <laughs> right. and then I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you because it's one box in that whole conversation, but we spend so much time focusing in on it. So back to your question around our purpose, our purpose, the vehicle is the transaction, what we are selling that, that vehicle, what the client is getting, whether they're getting more confidence, whether they're getting clarity, are they going, um, to have peace of mind ease those are the emotional transformation that they're getting. But then there's the tangible, you know, they're going to increase profit. They're going to increase employee engagement. They're going to increase client loyalty. So that's the, um, what they'll have, but there's also a behavioral component. What will they be able to do? So the three things in that transformation we're facilitating, who are they going to be able to be? So that's the emotional state. What are they going to have, be able to do the behavioral state? And number three, the half, what is the impact that they're going to be able to have? That's the defined transformation that the transaction is facilitating. Oh, this, this is great. And I want to, I want to camp on this transaction and transformation and just peel this back just one layer. If, if you can think it mm -hmm. is there's so, and I'm, I'm going to stick up for salespeople on this just for a moment. And, and just because <laughs> I'm, I'm a little hard on them. No, no, but I hang out on social media and, and you see the dump happening to salespeople, mm -hmm. but their products and the environments they're raised in. So speak to the sales leader just for a moment who's transactional in nature, right? Who's, who thinks transactionally coach a sales leader on the power behind what you're saying so that this person gets it, whether it's he or she, they go, you know what? If I can coach my salespeople on becoming more transformational, this means X, Y, Z speak to that sales leader. Often as sales leaders, we end up, we look at our Excel spreadsheet or wherever we are monitoring and managing our sales results. And we're looking at the difference from where we are to where we need to get to. And our sales team are the people that are going out there and going to sell that stuff to deliver on those outcomes. That's the what. And often what can happen, and I, I'm, you know, I fell for so many times uh, where I, how many calls are you making? How many clients are you seeing? Uh, how many, you know, approaches, outreaches, uh, what results did you get? We get so focused on what. And instead that what, again, we're, we're transactional, we're transactional sales leaders. And what we need to do is actually rewind that conversation and start from this place of how, how are you engaging with your clients today? How are you reaching out? How did that conversation go? What worked? What didn't? How you know, that how it's a how conversation. 
that's the transformational conversation as sales mm. leaders that we need to be having. So as a sales leader, when you're going to coach, when you're going into your team huddles and your team meetings, start looking from the perspective, are you doing what transactional leadership management, let's call it, or are you doing how transformational leadership? And that, that orientation, can you sense the difference of where you're going? Totally. Like, sure. The conversation totally. Sh- shifts in- immediately. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, that, that, that is, that's powerful. And, and this, this whole mindset, uh, going back to selling transformation, selling results, selling outcomes and looking at the different layers of that, I think is, is really profound. And when it comes to purpose, what I think is beautiful here is you might be selling widgets. You might be selling, you know, you might be selling financial services. You might be selling truckloads of dirt, (laughs) but the, the, if you look at look and go, there's no purpose in that other than getting a commission check. But if you look at peel it back and go, what are the outcomes? You know, if you're selling that truckload of dirt, it might be so that family can build their new home, or it might be for listen. There's all kinds of purpose. Exactly, exactly. Like so, for me, if you delivered like some real good dirt to my property, (laughs) we live on 85 acres. I've got a greenhouse. I've got three different gardens. You put that, like, I, I, I was saying this to colleagues of mine the other day. I could write five more books. Nothing is more fulfilling for me than the, the vegetables I grow in my greenhouse. Yeah. See? And so Beautiful. you get me really good dirt, some, you know, that soil that's going to help me, you know, in, I'm in Canada. We talked about that already in Ontario. It is, you know, November 8th today. It is green with Swiss chard, lettuce. I get that fulfillment to put really good food on the table for my family. You can't put a price on that. And, and that's, oh, the, yeah. that's what you're selling me. You're not selling me dirt. You're putting, you're, you're selling me clean food, farm to table, uh, personal fulfillment that I get more than writing five more books. Like that is immeasurable. So that's, many layers to that, right? right? Yeah. And it's and that's the tra- Exactly. And that's the transformation each and every one of us are doing and we get the transaction, whatever that vessel is, dirt, perfume, um, sir, uh, coaching programs, whatever those products we get to sell, mortgages, and that's the vehicle we get to make that change for people. It's, it's the whole thing, you know, as I'm listening to this, it's the whole thing about slow down to sell faster. Mm-hmm. it's salespeople, right? They'll ask a couple questions, call it surface level questions, think they already know the answers. And then boom, there goes a proposal because they know if they don't come back to the office and share that story with their manager, they're going to get hammered over the head. But in essence, if you just stopped and this can all be done in that meeting, just ask those second and third and fourth level questions. You will unpack all of this to be able then to provide that proposal, which helps them achieve those outcomes and so forth. It's, it's just slowing down to sell faster. It is. And can I offer you uh, four quadrants of what the, there are four transformations we have the opportunity to cure or facilitate for our clients. And I always look at them in these four containers. The first is they've got a problem to solve easiest transformation. It's the hottest. It's the one that is top of mind for them. The problem, they've got an immediate problem. And and again, there's the surface problem questions that we're asking. And then there's the deeper level. 
the problem. The second transformation we have a chance to solve for or facilitate for our clients is goals. What goals are they looking to achieve? So what we're going to notice with our clients and customers is some of them are just pain adverse, like get this problem away from me and they will act on problem. But we'll also see clients that want to achieve stuff. Like I want stuff. I want this. I want that. And so they're more goal driven, ambition driven. And so you'll notice, you know, in your conversations, is this one, is this client looking to avoid pain or are they looking for gain? And so those are the two transformations, primary ones that clients are going to be interested in us helping them achieve. The other two a little bit harder. And I will say, whether you're selling from love or selling from the heart, these are the two that help us go below the waterline because everyone else is going to focus on problems or goals. What makes us different when we come from this place of authenticity and from heart and from love is we actually want to know them even deeper by helping them understand their values and their dreams. Mm. And when we could connect to them and that those are those deeper level questions, what do they value? What's important to them? Why is that important to them? What happens if they don't get that? What happens if they do? And then their dreams, the stuff that they have, you know, buried in deep in their closets that not, they're not even looking at or considering things that they thought one day, one day, one day, and maybe you're the person that gets them to put it, just bring it to light. And you might not be able to solve the dream solution that they're looking for, but what if you're the person that gets to ask them the questions to remind them of that? Yeah. Right. And so those are the four transformations. We have the opportunity. We're solving problems, helping them achieve goals, align to their values or fulfill a dream. Beautiful. And that's what we're looking for, for every client, every client. And this is selling with love, selling with love. Absolutely. uh, Just love your heart towards this. You're a true kindred spirit to selling from the heart. (laughs) And we look forward to this isn't going to be the last time we hang out. I'm pretty confident on that. Hey, I'm curious, think if, if folks want to know more about selling with love and, and what you've got going on in your world, because I, I know people are going to want to know more. <laughs> how can they how can they get a hold of you? Beautiful. Thank you for that. Uh, you can ch- check out sellfromlove.com. And uh, I'd say start with the book. Start with the book. Read the book. Um, everything we talked about, uh, about your brilliant difference, step-by-step process on how to figure it out, how to write it out. Uh, we've got three ways, your signature, your, your statement, and your story. So you can have that, the words to help you figure out what, how do you show up from that place of authenticity. And, uh, and you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, oh, that's good. So, so cool. Think of what a pleasure. And uh, I just want to say just on behalf of the whole uh, community and selling from the heart, we're cheering you on. Uh, I think what you're doing is awesome. And we really have enjoyed sharing time with you today. Likewise, right back at you. That's awesome. Good. Awesome. Thank you. Larry, oh. what an incredible conversation. And, and this whole concept of selling from a, a place of love and bringing it, you know, we, we, we like to, you like to talk about the L word. We didn't get to bring this in, but even, you know, going to the point of uh, truly loving your clients and telling them that uh, this is where it, we get down below the surface. I love that, that conversation about the lower, the, they're actually the higher quadrants of values and dreams. What a, what a beautiful perspective uh, to think about. No, I totally agree. And, and it's why, you know, here at Selling from the Heart, we believe that soft skills will yield you hard dollars. 
Mm-hmm. These are the things that moving forward, you know, as we take this leap into 2023, we got to take a step back. How are we connecting with our clients? How are we connecting to our future clients? Are we bringing our authentic self to the forefront? Yeah. How do you know if you are? Let's just think about that for a moment. So powerful. And this is this is a great time of year to go on this journey of self-reflection. So I want to challenge everybody to take what Fink has shared with us today and sit down with a cup of coffee, a cup of hot tea, whatever your happy place is, <laughs> and uh, and and sit down and journal this out and start thinking about the answers to these questions that she's posed to us today. Because the more that we get in touch with our authentic self, the more we're going to be able to show up in an authentic way. And we're going to enjoy financial results and the fulfillment that comes from uh, from selling from that perspective. So, so, so good, Larry. Huge shout out again to all of our insiders, sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. If you want to get engaged with some like-hearted sales professionals, we are so excited about some announcements coming out real soon. I know we've been teasing them the last few podcast episodes. Just wait. We've got some exciting things on the horizon as we look into the new year. So make sure to like. Most of all, check us out on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. And uh, you don't want to miss out on what's ahead, Larry. I'm so excited about this holiday time of reflection and gratitude. I'm excited about the new year ahead as well. I, I can't wait. We should let's just kick off the new year right now. <laughs> well, hold your horses. We're gonna t- we're gonna take a little time. Happy holidays to everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding real value, sell with love, and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the Salescast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.